Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Should authors use video? How can they use video? What mistakes do authors make when they use video? You're about to find out. Welcome to the latest edition of Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle. I'm here with video marketing consultant, Lou Bortone. How are you, Lou? Good, Dan. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Our authors are going to learn a lot today because you have an incredible background in video production, especially for authors. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about some of the clients you've worked with. Yeah, I I actually came from the television business. So um, that's kind of what I grew up in and what I I did in Los Angeles for many years and then kind of moved on to uh, actually, as I mentioned earlier, ghostwriting. I was doing some ghostwriting. I was working with authors and eventually sort of fell into the video marketing world and video marketing. And that's what I've been doing for the last 12, 15 years. Fantastic. I know you're going to share a lot of great information with us on our show today. So first of all, why is video must have marketing for authors? Yeah, there's really a few reasons for that. And one is particularly in the last 18 months, obviously, because of the pandemic and lockdowns and social distancing, it's really one of the only ways now that we have to connect and engage with our readers or our customers or our clients. So it's really more important than ever because we don't have the luxury of in-person events, at least not to the extent that we used to. So that's one reason. The other reason is it's simply too powerful and to ignore. And it's really, again, it's the way we connect, it's the way we engage. It's what people want to see. You look at the growth of YouTube and Facebook video. It's really the way that most people want to consume content now. Fantastic. Now, how should authors be using video to build their platforms and sell more books? Right. Uh, I like to think, you know, book trailers are awesome, and that's sort of like one of the must-have videos, but I like to think beyond that in terms of how can I reach, whether it's, you know, agents or publishers or actual readers, how can I reach them more effectively with video? And that can be anything from, you know, book, uh, a book series or a video series based on your book where every chapter becomes a different video. It could even be things like video email and video outreach, which I use a lot to uh, try to really break through to certain people who may be more difficult to reach by traditional email. So I've found that when I do my regular emails, I may get a 10 or 15% open rate, sort of with the mass emails. But when I do personal one-on-one videos, I get 75 to 90% open rates on those videos. Wow, that's amazing. What software do you use to make that happen? I use uh, a couple. One is called Warm Welcome, which is like $5 a month, so really reasonable. Uh, another one is called SendSpark, which I think is $8 a month. And I've gotten to the point now where it's easier for me to basically kind of dictate a video email than it is to write an email. So I do a lot of that. And uh, the folks on the other end really seem to like that uh, that kind of content. 
Well, that's interesting. That that's I guess there are a lot of new video trends that are happening today than ever before. I guess TikTok and Instagram and other platforms. We're we're going to be promoting this heavily on YouTube as well. Yep. So what are some of the video trends to watch for in this post-pandemic world? One of the ones that's become really one of the trends that's really come into its own last year or so is is personalization. So people really like personalized videos. And again, that goes right back to the the video email and the video outreach. Um, you know, if I send an email to, to you after we meet or maybe we uh, met online and then I do a follow up, it really is personal and it really has a lot more, you know, uh, impact because you're not just blasting it out. It's not mass marketing. It's it's not something for everyone. You're speaking directly to that person and addressing their needs. So personalization is big. Obviously, you mentioned TikTok. Short form video has really come in, into its own. Um, and whereas TikTok and Snapchat and short form things used to be sort of the, the realm of, of younger people, now it's really come across all demographics. So no matter um, what your age or profession, there's definitely a place for you in short form videos. Uh, YouTube just started YouTube Shorts in reaction to TikToks. And the other interesting thing, because you mentioned YouTube, is that the fastest growing demographic on YouTube right now is 55 plus. So uh, it used to be, you know, oh, look, here's a cat playing the piano. But now it's, you know, where do I go to find out such and such? Or uh, what's the best way to install such and such plugin? It's really become more of a search engine for, for everyone. That's true. That's how I'm using uh, YouTube as well. It's uh, it's kind of funny, like you know, my garage door broke the other day. And, yeah. uh, I went on YouTube, how do you fix a garage door? And <laughs> there were a lot of videos. Uh, and uh, I learned also there's a big difference between watching a video and actually doing what the video tells you to do. Uh, uh, I, I, I guess you can watch a video about how to learn how to play the guitar, but you still have to pick up the guitar and play it yourself. Yeah, so, it's funny because, you know, that's the thing with video. The average YouTube session is about 40 minutes to an hour because you go on to look at that one three-minute video. And I know at least for me, it's like an hour later and I, I watch uh, like those, um, what's his name, Rick Beato, why is this song great kind of video. Like, I, oh, I need to know how, how John Bonham played that on the drums. Like, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easy to go down that rabbit hole. But I guess it's also easy for if people like one of your videos, they're going to watch another one of your videos and another one of your videos. And the next thing you know, you have a, a subscriber and you have someone in your funnel and someone who becomes a fan for life and they refer you to other people and uh, life is good. So I guess that's the goal for all of us doing videos. So how do we get to that goal? What's the easiest and quickest way to get started with video? I like uh, live video, like Facebook Live, because I call it sort of low-hanging fruit. It's less formal than other platforms. Obviously, it doesn't have to be pre-produced because you're just going live. So that's a really good way for authors and writers and others to dip their toes in the water if they're just getting started and they want to sort of see what it's all about without too, too much of a commitment. I find that Facebook Live is a really good way to get started. And then once you get your feet wet, you can say, oh, that wasn't so bad. I mean, you can go to live to YouTube as well, which some folks don't realize that that's a live platform as well. So I would say live video is probably the best way to get started. What about editing and music and visuals? And it seems like you could really spend a lot of time creating 
those videos. I'm guessing what you're saying is just record yourself, post it, and, you know, let it fly. Is that what you're hinting at? Yeah, there's definitely, you know, those types of videos. Like I, I often make the distinction between quick videos and keeper videos. So a quick video on Facebook Live, it's great. It went live. I was on for 10 minutes. I don't have to do any editing. I don't have to do any post-production. Keeper videos, on the other hand, like a speaker reel or a book trailer or a welcome video on your homepage, require a little bit more thought and um, strategy, obviously, because those are going to be on on your site for a while or they, they represent your brand. They're sort of like, a, you know, well, I call them keeper videos because you're going to keep them there for a while. They're not as fleeting as live video. Sure. Well, what about something like this? We're doing a podcast. We're recording the video. I'm going to post this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Should I spend a certain amount of time creating title pages or other kinds of editing techniques to enhance this or should we just like post it and see what happens right exactly well that's the nice thing about things like this is you can repurpose them and you can put them out a few different ways and and the good news is that a little editing goes a long way so if i do a a zoom interview like this it may be as easy as oh i'll put a different back background and and put a logo underneath it so it doesn't take a ton of editing to to make it look more professional and then the other thing to consider is that Again, content usually trumps quality because people are looking for an answer or, or you know, to, an answer to a question or how to solve a problem. So they're not necessarily saying, oh, you know, is Lou's background a green screen or is it real? Or, you know, so they're more interested in, in the content. Yeah, I have to tell you a funny story. One of my clients uh, is a underwater photographer that that's his hobby. And so his green screen is a shark. So there's a big shark right behind his his video, his, his image of himself. But in reality, there's a bookcase behind him. So we were talking and doing consulting on, on I was helping him write his book. And he leaned back to grab a book from his bookcase. And it looked like he was putting his hand right into the mouth of the shark. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. <laughs> so I guess that's a, you know a challenge that some people have. You know, what are some of the biggest challenges that most writers and authors face when it comes to video? Really, for any uh, well, the good thing about about writers and authors is is that they you know will they have the habit of completing things. Hopefully, they actually get stuff done. One of the problems with video is just simply not getting started or thinking that it's harder than it is, so you resist it. But the main thing is really just to try to not overcomplicate it. Um, again, I, I like live video because it's sort of come as you are. Uh, every time you add a new piece of gear or a green screen or this or that, you're, you're complicating the process. So at least at the beginning, try to keep it simple and done is better than perfect. Got it. Got it. You know, we, we, you mentioned briefly before about book trailers and Let's talk a little bit more about that, about how expensive they are, about how uh, how long they should be, what kind of content should be there, and are they really worth it? Because I know that the author community is kind of divided on this. I'd like to know yeah. what you think about it. I think they can be, but I think what, what's happening now is that there's so much competition and there's so many videos out there that most uh, readers or buyers would like to see the author on camera rather than just a flashy, you know, oh, look, my book cover is spinning around and there's you know, lasers shooting out of it. I think it's really more about the connection and being able to feel like, oh my gosh, that author feels like they're talking directly to me. I would agree. You know, I, uh, I, I'm a big fan of master classes. I don't know if you're on that, but I've watched countless hours with James Patterson and Mm -hmm. other authors and they are fantastic. I mean, I've learned a lot about writing. Yeah. And most, granted, I write mostly 
nonfiction. These are fiction authors, uh, but you can learn a lot of, from them and seeing them and seeing how they write or sometimes they hold up their own visuals of pages they've written Uh, in one case i think patterson had done 40 or dan brown had done 40 pages of research on a certain thing for the da vinci code using two lines (laughs) that was quite humbling uh it's pretty cool to to hear that but how much could uh what would you budget for uh a book trailer video what have you seen the ranges it's so funny because it's really it's literally all over the place i mean you can go overseas and and get something for a couple hundred bucks or you know start with fiverr or or goo.com things like that or you can go you know when i lived in la it was ridiculous we we'd just sort of say a thousand dollars a minute and which i think seems kind of random but so i'm like oh my god that means if i do a five minute video that's five grand it's like so so it seemed a bit random and all over the place so I think the main thing is to just, you know, know exactly what you're getting and make sure that you're working with somebody who you know and trust. Great idea. So when you do a video marketing uh, strategy, what, what can you expect? How will that help your, your author business? Mm-hmm. I think um, obviously it's going to help your visibility, which helps you build your platform. Um, one of the things you sort of have to keep in mind is that it's not necessarily a silver bullet and it may not happen overnight. And I look at video uh, like any marketing really as a marathon and not a sprint. But the good news is in a lot of cases, video can get you there faster. So if you've been blogging for three years, but you're doing YouTube videos, you may find that your YouTube videos get a lot more traction uh, and a lot more reaction more quickly than other forms of marketing. Very true. I, I've seen YouTube videos just explode. And we're not talking about cats or, you know, <laughs> people eating Tide Pods or something like that, but actual real content that just takes off. Uh, I, I've started playing pickleball uh, lately. Oh, yeah. uh, there are thousands of videos on pickleball, and many of them have tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of views. Mm-hmm. And that's just a very narrow sport. So it's, it's kind of interesting. What other advice do you have for authors when they're thinking about doing their videos? Um, again, try to, you know, be yourself, obviously. Don't, don't be afraid to let your personality come out and, uh, and don't be afraid to basically get on camera. Like I used to hide behind PowerPoints and, and animation and things like that. And I just finally realized, like, you know, even though I'm an introvert, people want to see, you know, the person behind the book or the person behind the story. And uh, so be yourself, put yourself out there. And basically just get started. I think what most authors don't realize is that the whole video marketing process is easier than you might imagine. Well, that's what I'm hoping because I've been putting this off for a long time because I don't look like Rock Hudson on a, on a video screen. And uh, the last couple of years, I've been losing some of my hair, which I am not at all happy with. So I'm learning that I have to overcome those personal hangups to get my message out there so I can actually help people. So I hope I've helped a lot of you with this video, but Lou, tell us a little bit more about your business and who is your perfect client and how can you help them and how can they get in touch with you? I work with coaches, authors, speakers. I have a special place in my heart for authors, not only because I was a ghostwriter, but because they, again, have the the habit of completing things. And I like folks who take action and actually do what they say they're going to do. Um, and I do everything from one-on-one coaching to courses and classes to group classes. Uh, and you can find me at louborton.com or you can uh, email me directly at VIP at louborton.com. I still get all my own email. So. 
Very good. Thank you very much for being with us today, Lou. And thanks everyone for watching today. Watch our other videos on the YouTube channel and we'll have another video posted next week. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.